0: Hey y'all. Hey, it's Freckles. I'm back. I am here to talk about season three of Temptation Island. So it's season three, episode one. Uh, The episode is called Don't Drop a Dime. Don't Drop a Dime Piece for a Nickel. Don't Drop a Dime for a Nickel. I love that. I said, I got to put that on fire. I love that. Um, and that's what one of the, the girls in the couple said uh, to her her significant other regarding the, the uh, singles that are on the island. So the whole premise of Temptation Island is um, it's four couples who are having some type of relationship issues. And they're going to this island to determine whether or not they're good for each other. Um, do they need to split up? Or maybe they'll find another match. They're basically testing the, uh, the strength of their relationship, the longevity of their relationship. Now, I personally could never do this, um, but I guess on another hand, because I feel like you're putting yourself in a situation to where you are um, putting unnecessary strain on your relationship. But on the flip side, if you're secure in your relationship and you are just trying to learn about yourself, your partner, your relationship, I guess, you know, it could be beneficial in a sense. Before I go on, I'm going to thank everybody um, who's currently subscribed to the channel and been interacting on the channel. I absolutely love it. Welcome and thank you to my new subscribers, uh, my long-term subs. I love you guys and thank you so much for staying with me for so long. If you have not yet subscribed to the channel, please help us out and do that. It doesn't cost you a dime and it helps me get into the algorithm. And you won't miss any of my upcoming videos. Turn on those notifications. Hit all notifications to make sure you don't miss any. Um, like the video. As a matter of fact, stop what you're doing right now. Go out of the video. Like the video. Subscribe and come back. Share the video with your friends if you enjoy it. Um, and um, please tell me your thoughts about the episode and the couples or the singles in the comments. Because I love hearing other people's um you know their thoughts on the, uh, the episode on the couples on the dynamics of the relationships I absolutely love interacting with you guys so please do that so I'm gonna go ahead and what I'm gonna do is because I have a terrible memory you guys and they're so if it was just the couples I could probably you know I could make it through but since it's the couples and a whole bunch of singles what I'm probably gonna do is snatch an article up um, that was written about the episode and go over that and just add You know, my two cents. So this article that I'm going to be going over is from Bustle. And they give a general synopsis of the the couples and uh, what their issues are. So the first couple uh, we're going to discuss is Chelsea and Thomas. So Chelsea and Thomas have been dating for over a year. Thomas, he's an actor, a model, and an investment trader. And he has had issues with commitment in the past. Chelsea is a 30-year-old marketing coordinator. I don't know what that is. If anybody knows what a marketing coordinator is, please drop it in the comments. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, obviously, it has something to do with marketing, but like you're coordinating marketing. Like what exactly does a coordinating a marketing coordinator do? I'd be interested to know. Um, so she is the first person that Thomas has been in a serious relationship with, which is insane to me. Um, at his age, that you've never been a committed relationship, but at least he can acknowledge that. But it's like... I think that's interesting why, you know, what's going on in a man like what had brought him to this point in his life that he's never yet been in a serious relationship. That's interesting. At 37 years old, he's almost 40 years old and has never been in a committed relationship. Anyway, so Chelsea has an issue in the relationship with Thomas because of his, quote unquote, natural charm and flirtatious nature, which makes Chelsea jealous and possessive. Um, it sends her through the roof with that. So in the episode, she's talking about how she's okay with him acknowledging another woman's beauty, you know, taking a look and then moving on. But apparently Thomas is one of those guys who will see an attractive woman and follow her move all the way across the room, which, okay, if you're just looking, I understand what he's saying that, you know, I'm just looking. I'm not, he says he's never cheated on her. He's never been unfaithful. But to be that, obvious about or you know to do it in front of her especially if you know that it's making her uncomfortable take a glance enjoy the sight and then move on you know I just I I I know people feel different ways about this but I just feel like it's it's disrespectful if you're staring excessively at a woman right in front of your partner I think that's just uncalled for and it's disrespectful but on the flip side that's him looking at a woman is not the same as cheating but that's their issue so um she made a comment when she was playing with the cats in the house when they were talking before they you know started their journey onto the show she made a comment to the cats about oh you might you know we might come home and there might not be a thomas but it, it seems to me and this is could just be my impression it seems to me that chelsea is much more invested in the relationship than thomas is he did express an appreciation for their relationship as far as how well they get along and how they balance each other out but she just seems so much more invested even when they were talking right before they separated to go into the separate houses the man you know the, the men go in one house and the women go in another house to live with the singles of the opposite sex and she was very upset and crying and um, he was just so chill about it you know and it's just he doesn't acknowledge her concerns her insecurities which I don't think he should feed into her securities, but acknowledge them and try to put some effort into um, making her feel more comfortable. Is it that important for you to stare women down that even if it's a detriment to your relationship? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you have to balance that out. I know you wanna have free will and you think it's not a big deal because you haven't been unfaithful, but if it's something that isn't gonna harm you to stop doing and it'll make her happy, what's the problem? but she definitely seems more invested to me and when they were at the female house and she was interacting with one of the singles she started crying just talking about her relationship and because the guy is saying well why do you put up with him doing that to you why do you allow it why do you allow it to continue happening because she has free will and she can leave the relationship and she just said she didn't know and she just started crying so i think we're going to see a lot of chelsea crying i hope she learns something about herself and find some strength we have seen that in past seasons where Women who seem to be similar to her, they found some strength in being away from that, um, their partner, and realizing that they can, you know, be independent and and still, you know, have interactions with people the opposite sex with some potential, relationship potential and things like that. Sometimes people get in relationships and just get stuck thinking that I've invested so much in this already. (coughs) Excuse me. I've invested so much already. I don't want to start all over with someone who could potentially be much worse and I think that limits a lot of us you know in life um, fearing that uh, you know you've already invested so much and this is what you're used to it's all about a fear of change a lot of things that we're afraid of that we we're afraid to change things in our life you'd rather be stuck in something that you're used to even if it's unhealthy because you're afraid of change and the fear that it may be worse so if we don't make those changes and we don't step out on faith i mean we'll definitely be stuck in negative situations you know unhealthy situations so going on from them um the next couple is eric and kendall or erica and kendall they've been dating for two and a half years erica's 24 kendall's 26 and um she believes that kendall is the man for her but kendall isn't so sure He's a real estate agent, and he co-owns a credit repair company. He has issues with Erica, who's a personal assistant. So obviously, well, not obviously, but I'm guessing that he's the primary breadwinner. He has a lot of goals in life. He likes to set goals. He he um, you know wants to be successful. Um, he wants to work towards those goals and always be accomplishing more, and there's nothing wrong with that. But apparently, Erica, he feels is... Um, he feels is not as goal-driven, that she'll start something, say she wants to do something to progress herself and then she'll stop at 30%. So he doesn't like that. He feels like if she isn't winning, then he isn't winning. So they are on two different levels as far as careers and goals go. Erica was still talking about the woman that she's going to grow into. She's 24, Erica, you're almost there. So you should have some idea about what you want to do with your life or be working towards it. I mean, you're halfway to 30 so but she's not quite there yet and he's very goal driven oriented career driven and he wants her to be more like him and she wants him to relax a little bit so Erica says that she feels underappreciated in their relationship and hopes that temptation island will be the thing that inspires Kendall to propose to her if he already has I mean what you plan on doing with your life and your goals in life and your career aspirations is gonna have a big effect On your relationship with somebody like Kendall who feels like that is a marker in his life like a notch in his on his belt to get to the next goal it seems like that is at the forefront of his life and he wants her to be the same way and she isn't so for Erica I feel like you need to consider I mean in that relationship I would think you would work on coming to a happy medium somewhere or understanding the other person accepting the other person or find a different partner because those are very different things not that they can't work through them because they can Um, and it's good that they both acknowledge and know what the major issue is in their relationship with their differences in um, goals and how they work towards them and the importance of them in their careers but it sounds like, yeah, she says she feels underappreciated. She's like, well, don't just look at where I'm at in my career, or what goals I'm working towards, but appreciate the fact that I love you. She told him, I don't know if you're going to find anybody else who gets up at four o'clock in the morning and irons your clothes and make sure you have something, you know, a warm cooked meal. And I think that would be very difficult for you, Kendall. So <laughs> you may be, find somebody who, you know, is very goal a goal-oriented and career oriented, but if they are, they're not gonna have the time to be getting up at four in the morning to iron for you and cook you a hot meal if they're trying to work towards their, you know, working feverishly towards their goals too. They're not gonna have time for that. So with them, um I don't know you guys, I feel like uh I feel like Erica may find somebody who appreciates her more. I don't think But I think in in the end that Kendall will end up appreciating her more. But who knows? We'll see. Um, Next couple is Aaron and Corey. So uh, Corey is a 25-year-old concierge manager. What is that? I mean, do you work at a hotel? I'm not sure what that is. If anybody knows what that is, exactly what that entails as an occupation, please drop that in the comments because I don't know what that is. Um. And Aaron is a 24-year-old behavioral therapist and former pro soccer player. They've been together for a year and a half. And Aaron has a bad habit, apparently, of comparing every guy she dates to her ex-boyfriends, which makes Corey feel belittled and underappreciated. Um, because Aaron has dated professional athletes in the past, Corey wants to prove he's a better man, Corey. First of all, what you should be working on, I believe, is not allowing her to compare you to other people. Aaron, if you've moved on from that relationship in the past, move on from that relationship. If you want to compare all of your future relationships, your your future partners to who you dated in the past, maybe you should have stayed with one of those people. Or think about the fact that you are no longer with those people for a reason. It sounds like she's just taking she she left the relationships with these pro um ball players for a reason. But if you're comparing Your current partner to to them, it sounds like you're only focusing on the positive things that you saw in those individuals versus what caused you to move on from the relationship. You know, I I just think that's that's not that's not healthy. That's not fair. And that's only going to keep Aaron in a rut because you left those men for a reason, your relationship in it or they left you for a reason. But if you continue to focus on them in the future and compare them to your current partners, I mean, that's not going to benefit you because those relationships ended for a reason. So um, those two, it says, she says that um, she feels like she wants, she wants, what they want to learn from this situation is he wants to, they want him to learn to be more independent of her, which she sounded like she was very interested in him she, i mean into him cuz she said that when she first met him they worked together and she thought he was the most attractive man sh- sh- that she thought he was the most attractive man that she had ever seen but right now it does not seem like she appreciates him that much if you're constantly comparing him to men in your past these professional athletes go get yourself a professional athlete if you're going to make him feel as if he's beneath the men or he needs to work up to get to the level that you view those men at, I feel like you're not appreciating him. And, Eric, and then he's not giving himself enough credit. Corey isn't giving himself enough credit to say that I'm better than that. I shouldn't feel the need to work up to her past men because they're separated for a reason. I just don't like that whole dynamic. Um, the issues they have going on. I'm not sure why he thinks it's okay that she compares him to other men um, to the point where he feels like he needs to prove himself that he's better than them or as good as them. That's that's so, that's so not good. Um, Kristen and Julian. Now, these two are interesting. I feel like they're going to be the interesting couple, uh, the most interesting couple because they have been together for so long. So they're both 26 years old. They actually met in high school, which is crazy. They're 26 years old, met at the age of 15. So they've been together for that long. And you know with that, if they grew up together, there's some issues that come with that. And so they're high school sweethearts. Julian's a personal trainer and a former football player. And he admitted to cheating on Kristen, who is a physical therapist, so, I mean, a physical therapist, she's got to be a smart cookie um, because that 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 training and education is not easy when you're dealing with all the elements of the human body. And um, just having been to nursing school, which was very intense for me, I can't imagine what it would be like to study to be a physical therapist. But they claim that they're there to learn more about each other in their relationship because she's worried or he's worried that if he proposes to her that she may, may say no. And she is concerned supposedly about him proposing to her because she feels like she's not ready for marriage. I find that hard to believe. I mean, it, it may be true, but I, I kind of find it hard to believe that he's the one who really wants to get married and she, I mean, it'd be smart. That'd be a strong woman though. If he's, if he's been unfaithful to you in the past, it would be smart to have your reservations about um and marrying that person, but just based on the fact that they they grew up together and they've been together for so long and they're so used to each other that I feel like that puts people in a situation to where you end up putting up with a lot more nonsense than a couple would say who's only been together for a year or two. Uh, let's see here. Julian, my impressions of him is that he loves himself very much. He seems to be not only confident, but on the verge of being cocky in my eyes. And you see that in a lot of people who are high school football stars, you know, or, you know, sports stars or college sports stars. They um, a lot of times, not all I'm not saying this is all inclusive, but a lot of times they're overly confident, cocky, which can be very annoying So um, with them, um, they supposedly have absolutely no rules as far as as what is going to go on on the island. They have no rules, no boundaries. So that concerns me. Um, Because I feel like with them having been together for 11 years and he's already cheated, I would think she would want him to be here to prove that he can be faithful to her under all that temptation so she feels more comfortable. But if they have no rules, of course, he's probably going to look at it like, well, shoot, she said no rules versus thinking about, okay, I've cheated on her in the past and I want to show her that even under all this pressure with being surrounded by living with all these beautiful women, that I can still be faithful to her, I would think that would be his goal, but I have a feeling that's not what's going to happen. I feel like he's going to take advantage of the situation and uh, cheat on her and let her know, yes, no, you can't trust me. So, um, I mean, but that could also be looked at as, well, she did tell him there's no rules, no boundaries, so she shouldn't hold it against him, but you know how um, humans are. I have a feeling that she's hoping that he will prove her wrong. And I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think he's going to do that. So going on from there, when they met the couples, um, when they met the singles, you know, I love meeting the singles. So we see a little bit about them, but their their little introductions are so corny, you guys. They are Their little taglines, so corny. And I don't know who the guy was. I can't remember where he said he was from. But the one who slapped his butt and cocked his leg up and... Um, did a little like dropped it like it was hot and he just looked so corny. I was like, oh my goodness, I just can't with you. Um, the, the one that impressed me the most, who seemed the most natural and didn't seem as corny was the first girl who came out and introduced herself. I think she said she was Miss uh, Louisiana. I really liked her. I think that she is going to be a problem for, <laughs> um, you know, as far as the, the women being concerned, because she seemed very personable. She was very pretty and she seemed really natural. She didn't seem corny at all. Um, it seemed like the, the guy that they were most interested in was the Italian guy, Italian guy from Jersey. And he also seemed to be the one that the guys were most concerned about. And that was who the women seemed to be most interested in. Um, let's see who uh, uh, Julian actually had words with them because Julian, Julian was making little comments when he introduced himself. And the guy said, hey, just say it out loud. Say it with your chest. And Julian says, well, I'm from Jersey too. And the guy was like, I don't care where you're from. I'm not, I'm not here to see you. I'm I'm here to see about your girl. So (laughs) he had that, that quick comeback. I just love that. So they just started interacting with the singles, The, the, the females, the females in the couple went to their house and met with the guys. The guys went to their house and met with the females. Not much went on outside of the fact of, um, you know, them, them sharing uh, with the guys, you know, what, what they're, why they're there and what their relationships are like. And, um, what's her name? Chelsea crying. So I'm looking forward to the season mostly because I want to see what goes on with Julian and his girl and their 11 years. And I'm hoping Chelsea finds some self-esteem and some self-confidence in her relationship. Um, same thing with Erica. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Kendall is seems to be a good catch because he's young, but at the same time, he's very driven and thinking about his future. And Erica may just need a little more time. But I want to see, I hope that they, he does end up appreciating her more because at this point, it seems like from what she said, what they, you know, they said in their introductions is that he's taking her for granted. Um, I feel like uh, Corey's being taken for granted. By Aaron. So I hope she finds some appreciation in him or, you know, he finds somebody who's he finds somebody who appreciates him more. I feel like um Aaron is the type of girl who uh, I'm just guessing here and I could be wrong, but I think that she'll probably end up, you know, messing around with one of the guys. Um, because I think she's one of those women who's always, or one of those people, because it's not just women, one of those people who's always looking for or worried about they're missing out on something, you know that there's something better out there, the grass is greener, I'm missing out on something, maybe I need to be with a guy, you know, partying more because Corey's too calm and he's not as not as outgoing, and I should be out here on these yachts partying. I feel like she feels like she's missing out on a lot, and that may lead her to you know, stepping out. If there's any guys who seem to be, you know, the athletic type and have money, uh, I feel like, uh, Corey may be in trouble. Okay, you guys. So that's about all I'm going to say about the, that I don't want to, um, make the, um, these, um, reviews, reactions, recaps too long. So hopefully you'll join me next week. I don't know if I'll continue with the, um, uh, reacting to this series it depends on what the interest is and if you guys are interested I will continue to review it but if not I'll just enjoy it by myself (laughs) thank you so much for joining me again please like comment subscribe turn on those notifications and share the videos take care